Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope you're all having a great week and this week we have got another fantastic guest and it is part of our series to do with our Boxing for Parkinson's programs. So we've got Jane Cullen with us this week and she is the author of a fantastic book called Say That Again and that book is about a hero that lives with Parkinson's. It, the book is being sold worldwide currently and all of the proceeds that Jane receives through this book, she, she then donates it into worthy courses of programs that are helping people live with Parkinson's and we are very fortunate that Jane has been contributing and supporting our Boxing for Parkinson's program in, in Medford way um, this really is a great podcast so please get yourself a nice cup of tea kick back and uh, get ready to listen to Jane's story because it really is remarkable hey Jane how are we doing hi Wayne lovely to be here with you Good, great to get you on. How have you been? Um, yeah, um, difficult in lockdown because I love teaching my exercise classes. So I've really missed the people mm. and I've missed the buzz of them. You know what that's like. Yeah. Um, and miss, missed the social aspect of it. And to be honest, worrying about them. What are they doing? Are they doing stuff at home? Um, especially the people with Parkinson's, are they isolated because they can't come to their classes yeah, if they live yeah. alone? So doing quite a lot of worrying about them, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I've started my normal classes this week, what I call my run-of-the-mill classes, um, and everybody's just overjoyed to come back, which is lovely for me, and I was you know, really pleased to see them. Um, but as I'm a writer as well, I've been doing a lot of writing in yeah, lockdown, which is, which is, yeah, which is great for, for me because I don't really get a lot of time to do that when I'm teaching a lot. Um, and also listening to lots of podcasts myself, um, looking at courses, um, doing courses on the net. Um, all the podcasts that I listen to are health related because I'm a nerd. Mm. Um, I'm a health nerd and I try and practice <laughs> what I preach. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been okay and I've been doing a lot of exercise myself, which, um, I know you do. So I try and practice what I preach because Brilliant. I, yeah, I really believe that exercise is a panacea for all ills. Um, even for people with long-term medical conditions. Absolutely, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm a firm believer in that myself. That's why we, we, yeah. we're advocates of it and push it as far and wide as we can in, in the community and working with as many people with all different abilities as possible. That's the way that we've got to do it. Keep everyone moving and having fun, isn't it? And that's, a, that's like one of the, the greatest um, like yep. compliments I've had from our boxing for Parkinson's program is is um, is like the participants where they've like they've said they've turned around and said that they've made us like that we've made them feel alive again that they've um, that when they were diagnosed they kind of felt that that was the end that they were going to crumble in but now like since realizing like coming to the likes of our classes and stuff they realise that they're the the, the coffin isn't nailed down. They're still very much alive and they're still very much able to do things. And, and it's given them a new lease of life, which is fantastic. So I, I take great, a absolutely. great stuff out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And um, I think the Boxing for Parkinson's program is absolutely vital. And I hope mm. at some point it will be countrywide, all up and yeah. down Britain. I know that I know they're popping up all over the place which is fantastic i mean i first came across the um how good boxing was for parkinson's um when i met brian lowe um mm -hmm. through a book talk that i did and um he has parkinson's and he helped set up the rocksteady boxing in america Mm -hmm. because he's lived lived for a long time in america he's now over here so i heard about it quite early on and i watched some videos of people with parkinson's coming into the class with you know the the difficult gait and and the difficult walk and some tremor um and stiffness and then I'd, i watched them do the program and then walk out looking yeah. completely different yeah. 
It's and amazing, I was I, I was just absolutely um, bowled over by it. Mm. Um, and we and, and of course, well, you would know. I don't have to tell you this. It's the boxing for Parkinson's, which is especially good for them. I mean, all exercise is good. Uh, we know it's vital for people with Parkinson's, but the boxing. The boxing for Parkinson's, I, I think, is absolutely incredible. And I, I really hope it, um, you know, goes countrywide. I know there's yeah. one in from one of the ladies who was on the emails with you and I. Um, there's she's one in Bideford. Yeah, she's down. There's Bide, Bide, Bideford or Bideford, I've got. Bideford, I'm, I'm, Bideford. Yeah, well, I know Bideford really well. Yeah. We go there every Easter. That's right, um, you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to hopefully go, if it's on, over the Easter weekend. It might not be, but if I can get to see it, I'm going to go in and visit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it'll be available for everyone eventually. I really hope. Yeah, no, yeah, me too. I know England Boxing are doing a big push on it, and um, I get phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dennis is obviously from Bristol who... who started the first one, Dennis Stinchcombe, um, who also will be on the podcast series. He... Um, he he's helped. He's working with England Boxing. And they're rolling out. They've had a couple of courses now run. Um, they're one up in Kent. I think they've done one elsewhere as well, where club coaches have gone along, and um, have have met people living with Parkinson's and heard about like a lot of the members from my class and program went along to the Kent. Um, course that they ran and uh, so they could just tell everyone how they'd felt like that like first-hand experience of what the program's done for them and everything and um and i i constantly i get quite a few phone calls from club coaches in, interested in in bringing the program to their uh, to their club so we're hoping i'm that, really really yeah. delighted to hear that really yeah. delighted um I do do teaching now um, a class for Parkinson's UK and I am going to do some more. Um, and even in those classes, we do, you know, we just do some mobility work, mm. um, flexibility, which is so important for the, yeah. you know, the stretching um, and some strength work and a little bit of cardiovascular. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, they just all say that it, it does them so much good yeah, yeah. Um, and of course meeting other people with Parkinson's is is very very important um, and they chat about what drugs they're on what 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 their symptoms are yeah. um, you know what side effects they can swap ideas and everything yes. can't they now, we've got some that we've got some that come into our program that I didn't realize lived alone as well and um, like been very isolated especially through this this period and luckily we were able to secure more funding for our program through principal, which allowed us to then take the uh, get the licenses of zoom and everything so we could then get the sessions live because we were pre-recording them because i wanted to keep them going because i knew how beneficial it was for them so we were pre-recording sessions and then just upload into a facebook group um but then uh, we were able to get the the money to pay for the licensing fees and now we're back to delivering live face-to-face, -face, well, not face-to-face, -face, but Zoom sessions yeah. with them. And yeah. we've, got, we've, got, we've got 10 of them on there every week now, four o'clock. They're, they're, I, I, I click on because one of my coaches now delivers it, and I just try and keep him in, who, who came up that all the, all the team had met. Uh, one of Brilliant. our boxers, he he'd done his mentoring with me, and he, his program that he done his mentoring on was the Parkinson's program. So he done all most of his learning through that program, assisting me. So now I've got him like through this. He's leading the program through uh, through lockdown and everything while it's online. And um, I pop my my face on there, like to say hello to him, and they're all there having a right old laugh. There, like, jumping up and down, and they can't wait. Yeah, for and I think. I think the only plus about lockdown has been that Zoom stuff is really taking off. And, mm. and you know, because I've been teaching so long, I, I love doing the classes, teaching the classes in a classroom, um, you know, in a hall or whatever, mm. or wherever I am. But, but I have to say that if we are going to get any more of this, and if there's a second wave, um, then virtual classes are a lifeline. Because if yeah. you think of someone living in, I don't know, the wilds of Scotland, maybe, who hasn't haven't got access to a class in the mm. local hall, 
you know, um, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. And on, yeah. most people have got a computer and so that they can follow. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I have got to move with the times mm. and do it myself. Haven't we all? <laughs> haven't we all? I'm not, I, it's taught, I, I've managed to teach myself so much during this time as in light with technology, because I'm, even though uh, I'm in the age group that it's all come up with, but I, I never paid attention to it. So I've never learned it. So I, I was forced to learn it, but which was good because I'm now, I'm now doing things I never thought I'd ever do or, or stuff good. I used to put to the bottom of the list and then ask someone else to do it for me. Well, you could teach me. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Why not? Oh, that's right. So do you want to start, like, tell us how you got involved with Parkinson's? Yeah, so um, I've been teaching a long time, as I said, and um, I specialised in teaching people living with long-term medical conditions. That started with coronary rehab, mm -hmm. and then I was teaching coronary rehab for a while. So that's uh, classes for any condition that affects the heart. And then I thought to myself, I mean, I'm going back to about 1991, 1992. And I thought to myself, well, what about people who are um, living with other long-term medical conditions? Um, so I started to do more and um, call, I just called them exercise rehab. Um, and most of the people who came were living with Parkinson's. Right. So I got to know them. Yeah, I got to know them very well. And I'd listen to them and, um, you know, listen to their concerns, listen to their fears, um, listen to what it's like living with it. And um, because I'd always wanted to write books, a, a, um, a story was forming in my mind about five years ago. Um, and I thought to myself, why don't I give the hero of my book, my novel, a diagnosis of Parkinson's to raise money and awareness? And because I do think it's sometimes forgotten, even though we've got very high profile people and even more high profile people now living with it. Mm. Um, I mean, there's more coming out all the time, isn't yeah. there? Um, which is which is good that they've come coming out and saying that they're living with it. Um, so I thought, right, I'll give my, my hero a diagnosis of Parkinson's. So I did that. And I guess you could say I shot myself in the foot doing that for getting it published by a publisher or getting an agent to take it on because they just came back all the time with the subject matter isn't for us. And I thought, well, I disagree. I think it's for everybody. Mm. Um, and of course, we've got self-publishing now. So I, I self-published. And it's sold all over the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Parkinson's is all over the world. And I, of course, we've got, we've got um, free, free advertising with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or whatever. So I got on all of them. I'd never been on Facebook. I wasn't, wasn't really interested in Facebook. My 83-year-old mother was on Facebook, but I wasn't. <laughs> um, but um, someone said to me, you're missing a trick if you don't get on Facebook. So I did. And it's, it's been... It's been absolutely amazing, and as I say, I, I it's I, I, I sold the um, I am selling the the paperback off my website, but with Amazon Kindle, um, you don't know who's buying it until right. you get until you get the emails, and the emails were coming from all over the world. And one gentleman in America, he was a um, a lawyer, and he all he wrote in the email was, "I've just read your beautiful book." I cannot believe you've written about my illness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And when I got emails like that, I would just be in tears. Um, and then I started to give book talks all over the country um, for Parkinson's groups and non-Parkinson's groups. The Parkinson's groups were obviously very, very um, uh, supportive and the non-Parkinson's groups that I was talking to, say in libraries and book clubs and everything, they were just absolutely um, kind of, well, they're flabbergasted at, at the fact that they didn't know hardly anything about it. And all all they thought was, in most cases, well, it, the, it was just a tremor. I say just a tremor. A tremor's not just a tremor. But anyway, um, they just thought that tremor was the 
um, only symptom. Yeah. Um, and they, they just couldn't believe all the hidden symptoms that mm. people live with. Yeah. I was one of them as well until I, until I got educated. Met, oh, yes, yeah, yes, of them. course. And, and I which was is exactly the same. All I ever saw was Muhammad Ali and Michael J. Fox. I'd never exactly. met anyone with it or anything. No, exactly. Um, and one of the symptoms that I know a lot of people with Parkinson's get really embarrassed about is the drooling yeah you know and and so that's in the book mm. um i put that in the book they're also worried about um falling and people thinking they're drunk so that's mm. in the book mm. um but i wanted to make it i didn't want to make it in any way depressing i didn't want to shy away from the realities and the seriousness of it but i didn't want to make it depressing because i've never met a person with Parkinson's who's made me feel depressed. No, they're, um, me neither. Yeah, they're, they're, they're exactly. full of life and they're, they're absolutely brilliant, every one of them that I've come absolutely. across. Absolutely. And um, so I gave the hero a very, very funny next door neighbour who is actually taken after my granddad. And people said to me when they read it, oh, your granddad wasn't really like Sydney, was he? And I said, well, actually, I had to tone him down for the book because people, <laughs> people wouldn't have believed it. Anyway, so I... Um, so I wrote this book, I got it out there, it was selling all over the world. Um, I was meeting fantastic people. I mean, I didn't know when I started to write the book and give the, the hero a diagnosis of Parkinson's that where it would lead me. And I have to say, I've, uh, it's been absolutely incredible and I wouldn't have missed it. I wouldn't have missed it for all the tea in China. And mm. mostly, I think mostly because of the people I've met and of course, the great Phil Bungay, who we both know. Yeah. Um, I met him very early on. Um, and because he thinks outside the box and he's a mover and a shaker, mm. um, he, came, he, he came back with, oh, um, how about adapting it into a play? So I said, oh, yeah, all right then. Um, and, but he wanted it adapted into a one-hour play. Um, so I had to adapt a, a 600-page novel I mean, it's not chick lit, it's more yeah, war and peace, yeah, you know, yeah. or gone with the wind. Um, yeah. So I adapted the the 600 page book into a one hour play and it was put on last summer at the um, first Neuro Arts Festival in Rochester. That's right, um, yeah. Yeah, that Phil and Martin Nagler were, were involved in, um, well, they got it up and running. Um, and there were two performances, they were sold out, uh, both performances were sold out, which was just amazing. And um, there's a line, it was a very humbling experience, Wayne, because there's a line in the book where the heroine says to Benedict, what are you, uh, what are you fearful of? And he says, I'm afraid of being diminished by it. And just after the second performance, I got a tap on the shoulder and I turned round and there was a woman and I knew she had Parkinson's just by just yeah. by looking at her. And she said to me, I'm I'm afraid of being diminished by it. Really? And just, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And it was very, very humbling. Another guy at the back was um, in tears. Another man was in tears because his father had it. So it really, it really was a, a very, very um, humbling powerful. experience. Powerful. It, it was a powerful, powerful weekend. And um it, it, the Hempstead players took it on and they did a, a they did an absolutely fantastic job um and in fact they it was put into a competition and it won four awards in the competition brilliant wow well done yeah yeah um and it, that was all to do with Phil. Phil Bungay you know he he was the one who's a legend isn't he Phil he's a legend isn't he a legend is the right word yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he's on at me now he's on at me um well he was on at me a few months ago about um of course we haven't put it on yet because of lockdown and because of covid but it will be put on at the um uh, rochester dickens festival at christmas oh brilliant um, yeah and it's it this one is about um they wanted me to do um a play about james parkinson and so we've written a play and it's called looking for dr parkinson and that will be on now dr parkinson is 
an absolutely amazing character. I mean, yes, he gave his name to what we now know know is um, Parkinson's, um, but you wouldn't believe what else he did. Mm. Um, incredible man. And um, so, yeah, so that's on at Christmas. So that'd be good. And then Phil wants next year, say that again, part two put on. Does he? Um, <laughs> yes, he does. And um, he also wants, um, there's something that's going to go on next November called, called Thrive. And it's going to be a weekend in Leicestershire for the Young Parkinson's Association. And I, he, he said, well, what about putting the play on again there? And I said, well, as it's about young Parkinson's, why don't, just for the play there, change Benedict from a 62-year-old man to a 35-year-old man to mm. make people aware that, you know, you can get it at any age. Yeah. And I didn't know this, and I don't know if you know it, um, and in all the talks that I've given to people who haven't got Parkinson's, they didn't know it, was that the youngest person who's ever been diagnosed with Parkinson's is three years old. Wow. No, I didn't right. know that. Didn't. No. And through the book, I've made friends with uh, another wonderful man, Matt Eagles, who has had it since he was seven. Um, he's mm. now 48. So he's lived all his life with it. And he, he does an amazing amount for uh, raising awareness. Um, and he's done done something called Parky Life, and it's all on Facebook. People can look for it. But yeah. you know, it, it it just is incredible to me. I have learned so much. I, I mean, you know, I wrote a book about it, and I did know stuff, but I've learned even more. Um, anyway, I the one good thing that I was very 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 pleased about was that right at the beginning, I wanted to um, see if I could get the book on the Michael J. Fox Foundation website. So I emailed them and they came back with all the do's and don'ts, which is fair enough. Um, they wanted to know about it. Um, and I kept going to do the email and then my mum was very, very ill and she was six weeks in hospital. So um, I kept looking at the email and thinking I must do this, but I was visiting her twice a day and sitting mm. by her bed. And in the end, I put it away and I thought, oh, I'll do this when she comes home. Um, meanwhile, a woman from Canada who'd read the book, who's got Parkinson's, um, emailed me and said, I thought your book was absolutely fantastic. I've put, an, I've put a um, review on Amazon for you, Amazon Kindle. And she said, my friend works for the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, she'd yeah. be very interested in reading the book. Would you send it to her? I sent it to her. She must have read it in three days. She came back with, I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's now on our website. Brilliant. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a roundabout way, but what's meant to be, you know, is meant to be. Yeah. And, and I, I actually... You know, the, the, the reviews on Amazon Kindle have, have just blown me away because um, all I wanted was for the people living with Parkinson's to say I'd got it right. Because, yeah. and, and more the mental and emotional um, problems that they go through of being diagnosed with something like Parkinson's. And, you know, all the, all the reviews said, yeah, that I'd got it spot on. And because and, I thought to myself, if, if they come back with, well, actually, you know this isn't right I would have been yeah. mortified yeah. Um, yeah but you know I'd worked with people with Parkinson's for so long and I've put a lot of black humor in the book because you know they use black humor to get through their day and let me give you an example um, I did a book talk in Uxbridge uh, lovely people um, and there's a new mall in Uxbridge brand new shopping mall and one of the guys there, who's only young, who'd got Parkinson's, he said to me, oh, I, I, I asked whether I could um, uh, collect for Parkinson's UK in the mall. And, and they, they came back with um, the manager of the mall said, yeah, you can do that, but um, you can't eat while you're collecting. Um, even though he was going to do it all day, you can't yeah. drink. You can't drink when you're collecting. Well, you know they have to take their tablets yeah. at certain times, very specific times. And he said, "You can't shake the tin." And the bloke said, "Hard luck, mate. I've got Parkinson's." God, <laughs> and, yeah. and that that is the type of humour yeah, that yeah. 
they've all got because yeah. and I I've, just done, I've, I've done exactly the same you know like when you have the like your hand and foot moment like your foot, you want to put your pull your foot out of your mouth I, I often like we'll we'll be finishing doing something I'll say right guys have a shake out and they go we don't have a problem with that and I go oh, I know, God. <laughs> I know. But, but there you are that, that gives you an, um, you know yeah, that gives you a, um, yeah. a fantastic example. Yeah. Uh, those two stories of what they're like and yeah. and why why I made the book really. Um, I, I guess you would say it's a comedy. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, one woman one woman said to me, um, "I'm having to. I'm reading it in bed, and I'm having to um, sleep in a different room from my husband because I'm laughing out loud." Yeah. Um, yeah. And you wouldn't yeah. think that, would you? You no, wouldn't think that's that. Right. Um, yeah, so we've, I, got, we've got one, we've got John that's down ours and he's he's absolutely brilliant, he is, he's great fan, he loves his boxing, he's ex-Navy man and he, and he gets right into it, he gets right pen out, but he has to, he's one of them he has to keep moving all the time, he can't stand still otherwise it, 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 it's bad for him and uh, he freezes, so he's one of them that freezes yeah. like that, he stops yeah, and, yeah, freezing, and he jitters yeah. like, and um and even he, he shouts, starting motor! Like that. <laughs> so just pull, the, pull the cord on Wonderful. the so you can get off running again. Yeah, no, it's... Again, oh, like. You know, it's wonderful. And I, I, I hope if ever I was living with something like mm. that, that I would be the same. Um, yeah, no, I just, that's right. And it's, it's know, joy, I, it is joyful because they could be so depressed about it. Or, yeah. and, also, and also, you don't know where you stand either do you you can be standing there going oh is he no. all right is he okay but it's just a, it's one yes, of the that's things right. that they deal with and they make a joke of it and it makes everyone feel like ease doesn't it so yeah so that, that, that's right and, and and that's why I wanted to get the humor in the book mm. because I you know I've taught them for so long and they're all like it they're all like it um another woman wrote to me and said that she was reading she was reading it in um a leisure center um, while her son was swimming yeah. and there's a there's another passage in it whereby the heroine says to Benedict um, someday very soon a brilliant neurologist or scientist who's working away day and night in a lab somewhere will find the cure and you will be restored to the man you were and she she's in the leisure center crying her eyes out because oh, really? you yeah. know her husband was living with it and it it really hit the spot and yeah, I just yeah. hope I've got an, I've got a quite a nice story about um, a friend of mine who um, we were supposed to be going to watch a Q&A um, about the film Pride which was about um, the Welsh um, the, the Welsh uh, supporting the miners in the miners strike and um, I think it was the gay community was su supporting the miners <clears throat> strike yeah and the great Bill Nye was going to be there because he's in the film. And when people have read my book, they've said to me, oh, who do you want to be in the film if it's made into a yeah, film? You know, yeah. well, you've got a dream, haven't you? Yeah, and, that's right. um, yeah absolutely. I've always said, oh, Benedict has got to be Bill Nye. Well, he was going to do this Q&A. So we, we got tickets to go. Yeah. Okay? And I was going to take the book and just find him and go, Bill, please read my book. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the night before, I got a, f um, a form of food poisoning and I was very, very poorly, so I couldn't go. So she went on her own. And she's an actress, so she's got quite a lot of um, oomph, if you like. Yeah. And, uh, but after the Q&A, the actors were whisked away upstairs to a private party. And so she was texting me and saying, I can't get near him, I can't get near him. Um, and I said, well, don't worry, don't worry. It was just my dream that if I'd mm. been there and I, I could have come across him, I would have given yeah. him a copy of the book and said, please read it. Anyway, she, she was going through the foyer and there were some stairs and she could hear a party going on and she thought, I think that's the private party. So up she goes. Yeah. She, she um, gate crashes the private party. <laughs> Bill Nye is sitting or standing there talking to Imelda Staunton. So she hung back, and when Imelda Staunton went away, she rushed over and said, Bill, Bill, please read my friend's book. Um, it's about Parkinson's and all of that. Anyway, um, she didn't have the book with her, unfortunately, but she, he said, Okay, here's my email. Tell her to email and send it. Yeah. 
Wow. So Bill Nye, Bill Nye has, has actually got my book in his hands. Yeah. And inside I put, I put a note as to why I wanted him to read it. And inside I just put, dear Bill, please play Benedict. Yeah. So you never know. You do never you? know. You never know. So you haven't you heard that dream, yet. You can dream. And, 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 you know, he's got, he's got the book. And one day, one day, if they, if they could make a film about it, then imagine the awareness raised there and yeah. the money. Yeah. Have you had and, any thoughts you know, of anyone regarding a film? No, no. Um, somebody did email me and suggest and really loved it and who was in the business and just suggested that I turn it into a screenplay mm-hmm. um, because it would it really would make a brilliant film. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm doing that. But the, the main thing is what is very difficult if you don't get a mainstream publisher to take it on yeah and so i'm 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 now going to have another go at flooding it out to agents um and hoping that someone will pick it up because if a mainstream publisher picks it up again it's in all the bookstores and you can you know the the awareness raised would be absolutely amazing and Mm, that's mm. i think i think um the awareness is just as important as raising the money you know, because we've got people like Parkinson's UK and the Michael J. Fox Foundation who, who raise an incredible amount of money. Um, so, but for me, it was raising the awareness of, of, of how it is mentally and emotionally to live with it. Yeah. And somebody actually said uh, when they watched the play, how, how do you know? How do you know what it's like? And I said, well, actually, I don't know because I'm not living with it. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't got it. Yeah. So you're only the expert if you're living with it. Yeah, but, right. but I've I've taught people with Parkinson's for so long. I hope that I hope I've got it all in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And and another another nice story about Phil Bungay is um, I was <laughs> I was driving a friend of my mum's back to my mum's bungalow to have lunch with my mum a few years ago. Uh, about three years ago, and um, Phil rings me on the car f- car phone. Jane, where are you? Where are you? I said, well, I'm just taking a friend to my mum's bungalow. So he said, right, when you get in, ring Radio 2, because they're asking for authors to ring in who have raised awareness for um, medical conditions. Okay, uh, Phil, I'll do that. Yeah. So I rang into Radio 2. I had to look the number up. I rang into Radio 2, and um, a woman said, oh, yes, okay, thank you very much. We've got your number. We'll ring you back. And I thought, oh, yeah, all right. Don't ring us. We'll ring you kind of thing. Mm. Um, I was just dishing up sausage toad for my mum and her (laughs) friend. The mobile goes and the voice says, Jane, you're live on air in three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) After after Elton John and Kiki D singing, don't go breaking my heart. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I thought, right, I've got I've got a small window here to really get a lot across yeah yeah and well quite frankly i mean the interview is on my website if you want to listen to it yeah. quite frankly they didn't get a word in edgeways because <laughs> as 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 here same here uh you'll probably have to edit edit my talking here but anyway <laughs> i don't I, do no editing well, well once i get on once i get on the subject and i'm asked about it i want to get it all out in the yeah. time that i've got because it's so important to me it's really, really important to me, and um, it's important to them who are living with it that mm. that you know we listen and we learn, and we're proactive in helping. Um, so yeah, so and, and and of course, once I was on Radio Two, um, all the all the um, orders were flooding into my website for the paperback. Wow! And it went up the and it went up the Amazon charts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, if you get a, if you do get a minute, read the reviews on Amazon Kindle because I think yeah, you'll, we'll you'll, um, you'll you'll enjoy it. What yeah. they've said. Um, yeah. So yeah, so oh, that's no, the lovely. story about that. No, good stuff. Excellent. So so what's the um so what's the future hold, Jane? What's the future well, um, holding for you and your books? Because uh, you've just got a new book, haven't you? You've just released another. You is it released yeah, yet, or yeah. it's being released? Yeah, no, it's out now. It's oh, called it's You're out. Not Alone Anymore. Yeah, yeah, you can get that off my website or off Amazon Kindle again. Mm-hmm. Uh, website's Jane M. 
for Mary Cullen dot com. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so that's great. I mean, I had in February, I had lined up for the whole of this year, so many book talks about say that again and about the new one. And of course they all stopped, but yeah. I think hopefully if 2021 is COVID free, um, yeah. then, you know, we'll just, I'll just, it'll just be put back a year and that I'll be doing that. Um, and again, I'll be meeting so many people living with Parkinson's. It's be brilliant. Mm. I've just applied to work for Parkinson's care support UK, which is another Parkinson's charity to teach for them. And they are very into virtual classes. So that will be interesting. And in lockdown, I, I mean, I was thinking, you know, I was really thinking, obviously we all had time to think in lockdown, whereas normally we're rushing around all over yeah. the place. And you know, I was really thinking about what do I want to do in the future? And, and the, my two aims are to do more writing because it's my love yeah. and um, and to teach more people with Parkinson's because yeah. that is also my love. Yeah. Um, and to get involved more in the future. And as I say, Phil's been on to me already for things that are going to come on, you know, uh, in, in 2021, which is brilliant because he's so forward thinking. So he mm. plans. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot. He's, so, he's you know, always a... coming. He's always coming to me. Can you come to this event? Can you come to that event? And I say, when's yeah. that event? And they'll say like December. And I'll go. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yes, well, I've got to get it booked in. I'm like, talk to me closer. Well, yeah, no, I know. He's amazing. <laughs> and, and, and also, if you look at his texts or his emails, yeah. there's something like 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, because yeah, we know yeah, that there are, there are sleep issues. Yeah, yeah with, um, I get lots of so, messages. Yeah, lots of near enough yeah, all the messages. Yeah, very I get early often. in the morning. Emails are very early in the morning. I noticed yeah. that as well. Yeah, clearly, obviously, he, he yeah. can't sleep properly. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah what and it's a, it's um. Yeah, it's a symptom that um, I think must be very hard to deal mm. with because you know I I like my sleep. Yeah. Um, me too. So yeah, so so really, I'll be doing in 2021, which is what I was supposed to be doing in 2020, and just putting it back. Um, looking for a publisher for say that again, uh, or an agent, um, and um, doing more writing. Funny enough, the um, when I did the opening speech at the Neuro Arts Festival in Rochester last this time last year, actually, mm. it's just over a year ago. Um, and I was talking about what I'd done, you know, to try and raise awareness for Parkinson. And a woman put her hand up and said, could you write a book about um, brain injuries so that you can raise awareness for brain injuries? Because she said, you seem to have done so much for Parkinson's. And, yeah. um, you know, um, a lot of these charities and, and these conditions need to be... Um, Getting um, overlooked, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, and 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 I know you know that it's 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 very important for other 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 illnesses to to have a lot of um, kind of be out there more. But but with Parkinson's, I feel I, I just feel it does get overlooked because it's seen as an old man's illness. Yeah, yeah, um, and it isn't. It mm. isn't at all. Same you know, as dementia, isn't it? As well, dementia, same sort of thing. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. Yes. Puts it with someone being old that gets it, but that's not because we we we're now delivering a boxing for dementia program, like because off of the success, yeah, off the success that we have had with Parkinson's, um, I spoke, I got um the Alzheimer's and Dementia Support Services saw all our stuff on social media hearing we were doing within the Boxing for Parkinson's programme. They said, do you think it would work with people with Alzheimer's and dementia? I said, of course it will. I said, it works with everyone. I said, like, this, this they said, would you come and have a go? Like, would you come and do I said, of course I would. So I went down and uh, we've run quite a few programmes with them on and Fantastic. off. And um, we're just Fantastic. due to start a new 22, uh, end of August we start. We've got 22 week program set up to work with them and like some of them are in their 30s like some of them are in their 30s oh like, i know i know like people that's what like what we were saying people put it as like they're um they're that it's all um older people all the elderly time, yeah there's not there's there's 30, no it's not um, i've just one of the books I, I read in um lockdown was about walking um and there's new research out 
for what it does for people with dementia mm. um, and of course any exercise mm. doesn't have to mm. be walking um, and how they've done recent research into it and they they put um, a group of people um, on a, a six months walking program walking four or five times a week um, and another group who were doing things like gardening and um, yeah. other other activities that that wasn't so cardiovascular and um they had done brain scans before uh they they started to do the walking um and some some of the scans had tiny um little white dots which denoted that dementia was kind of on its way mm. or would be on its way in the future and and what the research found is that when they when they looked at the brain scans of the people on the walking program, the white spots had disappeared. Wow! Yes, yeah, it reduced. There you go. And and I I I think all exercise would. So you know your program that would mm. be the same because you're raising the heart rate, you're moving, mm -hmm. the blood, the the heart is pumping blood it up into the brain all around the body. Um, so I I think that's a wonderful thing you're going to do, and and it's very 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 important. For them yeah, as well, I'm, because yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and talking to people, being part of a group, and um, socialising. I mean, I, I I was thinking about in lockdown, you know, people living on their own, um, and if they've not been in, involved in any Zoom activities, you must think that you're going to lose your mental capacities mm. if you're not if you're not speaking to a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, that's and, right. struggle, uh, struggle, don't they? That's why we we were we've we've done everything we could to get the the live sessions back up. So because we've got a couple of members that live completely on their own and have been isolated away from everyone, right? Haven't got family and stuff, and um and we know of their struggle. So that was why it was so important to get the Zoom sessions so they can just like once a week at the minimum. They're 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 getting to see people live and interact with people on it just even online like just uh, no it's vital it's yeah, absolutely, absolutely vital mm. yeah because i think um another book i was reading i've done a lot of reading another mm. book i was reading was about how to live to be a hundred and um it's not what you think so we know that um healthy eating is important um and we know that exercise is important but there are other things that are just as important. They, they looked at centenarians all over the world. And the, the main thing was not being isolated. Mm, so right. being isolated and not seeing other people, you're not going to live to a very no, old age. No, that's be, right. Because it's the most important thing. Mm. And the other thing was uh, staying interested. So staying interested in life, but staying interested or doing learning something new, like going to a <clears throat> boxing program or going to another exercise class or learning how to, I don't know, knit or yeah, learning how yeah. to, you know, learning how to do anything. And, and, and the other thing, which I thought was really important, uh, they said was important and I thought was very interesting, was um, to to finish something you've started so if you do decide to do a class um don't just go twice and expect that to um help you yeah keep going It'll and become going. involved That's right. yeah yeah and and go for the whole um course um and th th that is that is very very important and that's what centenarians all over the world do and the other thing was Yes, exercise, but exercise that you enjoy. So yeah. the people coming to your boxing, they have, I mean, I've been there, haven't I? I came to see yeah. you and I, I, you know, they were having such a good time doing it. Um, it was really funny when I came to your class, actually, because I just had shingles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was very, very ill. I had been very, very ill with shingles. And um, I mean, I am incredibly healthy. Don't get me wrong; very, very fit and healthy. But my uh, my mum had passed away, and that's why I got shingles mm. uh, with the shock of it. And um, we came down to your class, and I paired up with one of the guys, and he was quite tall. So I had the pads on. Ow, I think. I mean, it was out. Yeah. And he was giving it. 
he was really giving it large, you know, he was whacking the pads and I said to him, I'm ever so sorry, but you're gonna you're gonna have to not hit hit these so hard. I've just got I've just had shinkles, and he went, oh, I'm ever, ever so sorry. I'm ever so sorry, and uh, but God, he was really really um, yeah. strength there. Oh, um, they get and, into it. They get they get right into it every week. Like it's um, it's brilliant. It, is, it's, it's... it was it was, and I you know I when I came to your class, having taught exercise for so long, and I knew you were a boxing coach. And I'll be really honest with you. I thought, oh, I hope, he, I hope he does the right stretching. I hope, you know, being a bit bit of a know-all as I am. Yeah. And um, I just, you know, your whole class was absolutely spot on. Thank completely, you completely spot on, 100%. The warm-up was brilliant. Obviously, you know what you're doing with the boxing, but the, the um, you know, muscular strength, the um, muscular strength exercises were brilliant for them. Um, and then the stretching at the end. And I, I, I think I said to you, didn't I? I said yeah, that was really, yeah. that was really yeah. brilliant. And um, I was just so, so pleased that it was such a great class. Um, and because I'm an assessor, I actually assess um, exams. And uh, I would have given you, I don't know, I would have given you top marks and, and because it, it, it was just, just brilliant. And I was watching their faces. I was watching their faces doing it. And I was yeah. watching how they were interacting and yeah. and how much they were loving it. And I just thought... Yeah, that's right. And it, it's, it's good as well. Like, like I often say when people ask me about the programme and I say, actually, it's, it's, the, it's, a, it's the session I look forward to the most out of the week. I'm not surprised because it's not just not because of their their disability as you would call it um just because it's 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 different it's not boxing it's not like it's not competition boxing it's nothing we all we do is have fun we have we have an hour of fun we have an hour of fun we work hard we do all the exercises but god do we laugh we laugh yeah. so yeah brilliant. i saw that yeah, they come in. I ask them like, "What have we done this week?" And we always get a funny story, like John's fallen off the bed or something like that, and ended up in the yeah, 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 or something like that. I also, I I loved the the um, and in fact, when I was talking to Phil yesterday, and he was talking about the class, your class, and he said it's the multitasking of it. Mm. you know which is mm. so good for the brain you know for the Parkinson's brain. And I think yeah. that's, what's, that's really strong from the boxing point of view for, for Parkinson's and and for the um for any any medical like uh, problem with the brain I think like boxing because of the coordination and and having to having to think of everything that's going on all the time I think that's so good it's so good for them that helps them improve and um that is always like we're, we're, so, always, so, we're always going backwards and they're starting again and, and we break things down just to get them to work a bit like just because there's lots of combinations that some they just cannot they can't yeah. get the coordination but, but yeah we yeah there. yeah we always get there so, so let me ask you a question are you involved at all in trying to you know roll this out all over the country um, I'm doing my bits. I'm doing my, my best that I can. I, I will offer all, all advice and everything to everyone. I haven't been involved in the courses yet. When the course came to uh, Kent, I um, I was actually working away because obviously, as you know, like the nature of what I do with Olympia Boxing, um, we do we work with everyone in the community and I'm up and down the country with the arena and stuff like that. So when the course came, I couldn't attend, but the, the members went down, but I'm doing my best for what I can. And I've tried, I've tried setting up in different, like there's been different areas that have contacted me about coming to them and starting one there and stuff like that. And, um, it, so, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, won't yeah, it? Yeah. I bet what, what we're trying to do is uh, I think, I think was the most fortunate part of Medway and why Medway was so successful and in getting set up and staying so, uh, so relevant was because of our friend Phil. Because um, yeah. uh, they've got a Phil. Uh, not every area's got a Phil. Not now, Phil. Well, everything would be, everything would like, get everything done. Um, and that's what I've, I've, um, I've come across that it's been a few areas and some of them have just uh, like I've had one area that's like we actually had funding we had funding to deliver it and I tried getting to access to the meeting and, 
and present to them and everything and uh it just just wasn't interested um which mm. was very sad um but yeah that, that could come down to uh, and the sad part of that is that can come down to one person the person that i'm in contact with if they don't like the sound of boxing they won't put it forward to everyone else and um yeah unfortunately that's that's what happens that's life that yeah. happens but um mm. but we're doing mm. our best we're doing our best and if i can expand it i will do and uh, i i will work with phil and everyone else as, as much as i can to help them um get it going i know there's a couple of clubs in kent that are trying to get it up and running in their areas as well so um i'm going to assist them like they want to come down um a couple of them messaged to come down and watch our session just to see how it how it runs and what what we do as such because because the same as they're the same as what i was when i was contacted um obviously i was contacted by dennis and phil and everyone um <clears throat> and england boxing in regards to delivering this program in medway because of the community work i do with the other disabilities as well and um and when when they approached me and they asked me, would you do it? I said, yeah, of course I would. I said, but I've got to educate myself because I don't know that I didn't know the part of the, the condition or anything like that. I just, I, I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it really was, if it is the easiest way to say it. And, um, and the other boxing coaches are in that same, um, yeah, in that same area. Position, they're not, yeah. yeah, they're not, they're not, yeah. um, they're not health professionals they're boxing coaches you know so so they're, they're doing the same they want to come down and see how we run everything and and um, well yeah and 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 that's what we need we need uh, we don't need the health professionals they can do their job yeah. we need the exercise instructors right. and the boxing yeah. coaches yeah. to to do more and more because um you know there's thousands and thousands of people living with yeah. parkinson's in this country um let alone all over the world um and you know every time somebody really famous comes out and says they've got it at least it raises the awareness a bit i mean i think the la the latest one uh, well a little while ago was neil diamond um, really? and a brilliant a bri yeah he's got it and a brilliant singer that i really really loved when i was a teenager um linda ronstadt and she'd um she had a most beautiful voice um and she can't sing at all now um and uh there was the other one kid jensen the dj dave jensen um and rory keflin jones the bbc reporter um so you know every time someone comes out and says they are living with it um who's in the public eye at least that just raises the yeah. um yeah. you know awareness of it a little bit more um but you know it's interesting isn't it because what i was saying about it's not only a tremor and it, if the person hasn't got a tremor then some of them yeah because some 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 people don't, they don't tremor do they they don't tremor. They have other, obviously other conditional parts of it but they don't actually yeah. tremor yeah no no and i in in the book um he he's he's very art the the hero is very articulate um he's been a playwright and and um his voice is starting to get softer and fall away. Yeah. Um, and he's, that's what he's, he's mm. terrified of. Yeah, that he's going to lose his articulation. Well, we do a lot of exercises with that now, like when we're like, doing our bag work and, and I'll do interval um, punching rounds and, and, and I will get them to do the counting. So as they're punching, they'll be shouting. I remember that. Ten, nine, yeah. but I get them to do it instead of me doing it because it then exercises their voice. And, and I have a go at them when yes. I know they're not doing it as well because I walk, I walk around. Uh, and, yeah, I remember oh, that. I, I remember yeah, it. And they I go one, hear. two, don't they? Yeah. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. I remember all that. The reason for that, the reason for that, like when they're doing the partner work, is what I did find. This was one thing that I found when I was... Uh, we, since working with uh, people with Parkinson's, like obviously with the, the coordination issues and stuff, I found if I said to them, right, you're going to do a one-two and a hook, right, do a one-two and a hook, they couldn't get it. They're going one-two, one-two, or one, oh, there's a hook, right, and they're getting all messed up. And I said to them, right, okay, so instead what you're going to do now, you're going to say it with me, one-two, hook. And every time they'd get it right, because it was just like it was a way of getting the brain engaged yeah. to deliver the shot. So um, yeah. we do a lot yeah. of that now. That's the reason for that, not only just to help their voice, but also that helps with their coordination. Is if they talk yeah. 
herself through the combination multitasking and it, yeah, mm. yeah 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 phil, phil actually said to me that he that he found that very very helpful mm. um he was actually saying yesterday and i didn't even know this that when he walks sometimes it feels like his feet are sticking to the floor really? i've never heard of that yeah. yeah and um somebody i do one-to-one -one with who who's got parkinson's she said when she does things with her hands it feels like she's doing it through rubber gloves wow. so these are all little things that well they're yeah. not little but they're, no. they're just things that um, make everyday life much harder yeah. that yeah, we that we don't know about no, that's right. Yeah, we don't. Mm. Yeah, and all we can do is our best to support, isn't it? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so where can um, so how can people follow you, Jane, and where can they contact you? Obviously, okay. The book so on Amazon and your website, if you want to tell everyone, and then I'll put it. In yeah. The so my website's janemcullen.com. So that's J A N E M for Mary C U L L E N dot com. Um, I'm on Facebook um, and Twitter, but I don't use Twitter that much because I, I find it um, sometimes a bit too much Twitter. Um, but yeah, so if um, if they want to buy the um, paperback, that's off the website. But the Kindle version um, is on Amazon Kindle. Just put in, uh, say that again, Jane M. Cullen. Mm -hmm. And also on my website, if you haven't got a Kindle, but you want to download it to your device, you can do that on the website as well. You can uh, download it to your laptop. Yeah. Um, but read the reviews. I think um, if, if anybody wants to buy it, read the reviews first if you've got Parkinson's, because I think you'll see that um, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's hit the spot for people. It really has. And yeah. cross fingers at some point, an agent or a publisher will uh, pick it up and that Bill Nye will be in the film. Yeah, no, why not? That's the truth. Yeah, that's right. And and why can't it happen, you know? Because there isn't no films out about this. And your book's obviously very remarkable and it's, it's hit the spot, as everyone says. Why can't this be? You've turned it no, into a absolutely. And, and the other guy... In the film. Yeah, and the other guy um, I contacted, uh, who's got Parkinson's, Paul Mayhew Archer, and he wrote The Vicar of Dibley. Wow. So... I tweeted him, I sent him a private message and said, please read my book. You're a, c a comedy writer. You will absolutely love it. And uh, he came back that he would try, but that he hadn't read a book in a few years since he'd had mm. Parkinson's. Um, so, but I, I, I hope, I hope he did write, uh, read it. Um, I, I, I will say, to be honest, that the only thing I didn't think about in a 600 page book was that a person with Parkinson's might find it a bit heavy to hold, right. um, because a lot of them read it in bed, yeah. but you know, you can download it to your laptop or, um, or get the Kindle, um, mm -hmm. if you don't want to get the um, paperback, the but all the money, all the money is going to, um, Parkinson's projects. Yeah, like, it's not yeah, going to Parkinson's UK because... So thank you very much for that. Yeah, I, I think Parkinson's UK, you know, they do a lot and they they get quite a lot of money. But smaller projects mm. around the country need need money, and so mm. I like to give it to to them. Yeah, no, we thank you very much for the um, the funds that you've supported our program with. Because oh, you're welcome. As you know, our program, I work I work on that to to get in the funding because I. I think they, they have enough going on in their life. So I want the sessions to be free and, and keep them for free for them as long as I possibly can. So Absolutely. I haven't had to charge them a pound yet. So, so I've been able that's to brilliant. keep pulling it in. And that's the idea. We just keep, we keep doing that. And it, we've been going nearly two, well, yeah, I think it's yeah two, two years now. So um, yeah, amazing. Long, long may it continue. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Well, it's good to talk to you and thanks for asking me. Thank you for coming on and I'll put everything in the show notes and everything so everyone knows where they can find you and uh, it'd be great. Let's let's Thank see you. let's get that film and then we'll get you back on so we can talk to you once it's made into a film, eh? And I'll be on the red carpet with Bill Nye. That's right, absolutely. Yeah, good on you. That's it. You'll get there. We thanks will. a lot, Wayne. Brilliant. Thank you. Cheers, Jane. Bye bye. Bye, bye. Okay. 
So there you have it. What a fantastic podcast that was. Jane really is a remarkable lady and she does so much so much for people living with Parkinson's. And it's always great to chat with her because she's so passionate about it. So let's hope that Jane can uh, can realise her dream and that her story of Say That Again is um, get, hits the big screen and we see a, a movie about it. I can't see why not because there is no movies really, like big movies that, that have got heroes that live with Parkinson's. So why can't this be done? Hopefully it can and we will support in any way that we possibly can. So if you'd like to, if you'd like to follow Jane, you can find her on Facebook, uh, a website as well that she gave the details for. I'll put all the information into the, into the show notes so you can find links straight to her website. Please go onto Amazon, read her book, uh, order her book, read it and leave a review as well. So guys, as usual, if you could do us a great honor of leaving a five-star review, this will enable our podcast to go out to a further audience and uh, hope, hopefully help a lot more people and uh, keep the interest up nice and high. And if you'd like to see what we're up to, our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. We are on Facebook at Olympia Boxing CIC and our Instagram and Twitter accounts are at Olympia Boxing. So I hope you've had a great week. Thanks for listening and we will catch you next week. Have a good week.